So, back on our bullshit, back for another episode of this good Christian-based podcast. Right. Amen. This Amen. is The Domino Effect. I go by the name of Domino. And as usual, I'm joined by my partners in podcast crime. We got the 0607 Double Dust Champion. We got my brother X1 in the building. <laughs> that shit is old. You used that before. But I did. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Highly exalted. Drake the Excellence is one-third of the Trilateral Commission. Hey. And we got the 11-letter word for celibate. We got Nikki Nicole in the building. <laughs> This exquisite and nasty. <laughs> and the guest we got today came back from the future. Hey. Got in her spaceship, came to kick it with us real quick. Greetings. Uh, singer, songwriter, stardust diva. We got Wednesday Adams in the building. Greetings, guys. What's going on with you? How you doing to the I'm show? I'm wild, I'm wild. How's everyone? You doing all right. I'm a little tired. Hey. I ain't going <laughs> Trying to get the energy to do this shit right now, but right, we're going to get this shit going. We got it. We're going to get this shit going. Yeah. Nick, you good? You broke something? Nope. Not all right. yet. <laughs> John, assistance. Um, I don't want to figure it out. How in the hell? Yo, <laughs> I pull that one off. Um, yep. Y'all, like, y'all, y'all ain't gonna keep oh, coming in here. Yeah, like yeah. <laughs> All right, I'm um, touching shit. There we go. That, yeah, that's better. There we go. Yes, y'all. Oh. Thank you. All right. Thank you the bomb. <laughs> that's what we pay that nigga for. Hey. All right. So, how are everybody doing? How your weekend going? Everybody. I had my kid's birthday party yesterday. Shout I mean, out to Little Duns. Saturday. Yeah. Saturday. that works. Saturday. How'd that go? You who, know. Whose um, birthday was it, matter of fact? Uh, we did a joint celebration for oh, all, all three of us. Knock them all out at once. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Shout out to that. It was fun. I walked in and it was all decorated. Uh-huh. And to the T. Word, word. Love it. That shit. Mad candy. They, you know, destroyed my house, but it's all good. And shout out to the chicken. The baby. How many? How many kids was in your house? Um, the four I got plus my son had about four. I want to say four of his friends, and then my other son had three of his friends, four of his friends. It was a bunch God, of kids. Damn, it was wow. it was wild. And they were running. And then and then Nikki brought her two kids, and then um yeah um 
I don't know how that works. Sammy brought her one <laughs> child, you know what I'm saying? So, you know what I mean? It was it was, it was bad. Name, nigga. <laughs> well, I didn't know. I didn't know. You know what I mean? Whatever. But that yeah. Pause. So, <laughs> it was like, everybody everybody was packed up in there like sardines. But you know, I know that nigga X was yeah, like, so. Y'all better not break none of my shit. For real. Oh, y'all motherfuckers better watch out. I don't give a fuck who kids y'all is. It was cold and rainy outside, but we still threw their ass outside. Like, well, yo, God damn, wow. she's a savage. Exactly. <laughs> yeah, hey, they made go, it work too. Money and all. Y'all go catch the more. Like we did as kids, but take them shoes off when you get in the house. Word, yeah, that's exactly right? what I said. <laughs> to the house. Take them shoes off. Word, word. All right, so SoundCloud, iTunes, Google Play, Stitcher, wherever the fuck you get your podcasts, we are there. Domino Effect Podcast at gmail.com For any of your comments, questions, concerns, I promise one day we'll do the what segment again. So any relationship questions, sex questions, questions about your kids, whatever the case may be, Domino Effect Podcast at gmail.com uh, shout outs. Y'all got any shout outs? Um, shout out to my babes. Shout out to the She's Inspired movement. I want to think it's yeah. I think it's called. Uh, we did another sit down with her and the uh, Shooters team mm-hmm. this, this past week. We did a little sit down with her on some interview thing. It wasn't for her show. It was more for our promotional use. But, you know, we uh trying to figure oh, out where she was. She next. was on a uh, round table. She was on round table, right? Yeah. Um, yeah, yeah, definitely a cool, yeah, cool sh- individual. Shout out to that because um, somebody mentioned the She's Inspired movement as well to me on Thursday. So, yeah. shout out to that movement. Yo, put your lip on the mic, baby. Okay. It ain't your first time. Come on. It's not, but you can hear me now. Yeah, right, right. <laughs> <laughs> um, let's see. <laughs> um, shout out to my daughter. To her being a kind artist that she is. Yeah, she going to take a, a man for all their money one day. Why? <laughs> nah, I fucked around and went to the grocery store, and it's it's Halloween and shit, and she saw the, the Halloween store. Daddy, can we go get a costume? Like, nah, baby, I ain't got it right now. She hit me with the puppy eyes and shit. Aww. Got the fucking costume. <laughs> it's like, Daddy, I, I need the wig. The wig is like an extra $20. Dad, Ooh. I need the chain. Yeah, right. I, I need the necklace. Oh, my God. It's like an extra $10, $15. Spent that. like $90 on that shit. Where oh, ninety you ain't have a costume. Ninety I ain't have. Looking she got me. this multiple times. So yeah, yo, she got it on right now. Before she left my house with my mother, she got that costume on right now. Like, hey, anytime I see you to Halloween, Make you better have that shit thing. on before you grow out of it. Um, you better else? become it. Exactly. Right. <laughs> Wearing that wig till Christmas, motherfucker. What's the character? Um, I never it? heard. It's Disney Descendants. She's Evie. Evie. Evie? I literally we were just was watch was just watching that movie yesterday. Oh, so babies. you know what it is? I don't yeah. know what the fuck that is. Oh. Evie and then there's um, Mal and yeah. the, the guys. It's just Evie and Mal. Whoever got the blue wig, that's who she is. Yeah. Aw. My nine year old, my baby, wants to be a Jabberwocky because he loves hip hop dance. A Jabberwocky? He was like, I want to be a Jabberwocky mom. I'm Word. like, I'm trying to come up with like duo costumes Word. for us. He's hey, like, no, mom, I want to be, be a Jabberwocky. <laughs> you could be a Jabberwocky as a group of them. <laughs> I could, but I want to be something like more fantastical. Like maybe something. <laughs> from, I was thinking about Neo and Trinity from The Matrix or something. He's like, mom, no. Nah. No. Not on that wig yet. I'm a kid. He wants to be a Jabberwocky. <laughs> he does. Um, shout out to DJ Khaled. He just had his first son. Uh, I think it was oh. Saturday. Um, do y'all follow him on, on Snapchat? No. Yo, no, he got the funniest, most lit Snapchat. Like his Snapchat. his wife is going through childbirth, and this nigga just sitting there wilding, playing music. Like she's pushing. This nigga's playing. I got the keys, the keys, the keys. Like oh who the fuck wants to hear that while pushing a child out? 
the baby. Him, yeah, and him, his, him and his baby. He's playing all types of Lauren Hill and fucking Nas and Jay Z. Like, don't nobody want to hear that shit when they push bring, it. He's bringing the baby into some of him. No, but he's not doing anything. He's just like, sitting. This is the world you're coming into. Yo, he's not. He's not. He's not trying to comfort her. He's not getting the ice chips. Oh, he's not rubbing her back. Nothing. He's just sitting That's there playing cool. music. That's not a major key. Yo, Doc, how we looking? That's not a major key. <laughs> That's it. And then, a, and then a child come on like, yo, I did it. I, I made it. It's a major key. Like, nah, you, did, you did nothing oh but make God. this child, nigga. <laughs> this nigga's wild. Yo, I, I mean, by the time y'all hear this shit, shit might be gone, but it's somewhere out I'm there floating. Yo, hilarious, yo. <laughs> I was, sure I was sitting in my kitchen cracking up at that shit. I was like, yo, this nigga's literally doing nothing while she's in pain, just playing music and shit. Like, she don't want to hear none of that shit. But all right, so let's get into our topics for the week. Uh, this segment we call This Can't Be Life. I feel like I need a drink. I feel like I'm off. You have a bottle right there. Hey, I'm going to drink it. Take a big chug. Yeah, no, nah, not a big chug, but. Get up and do a jumping jack or something. It's you. not needed. Only jack I need is Jack Daniels. That's what she said. <laughs> All right, so this can't be life, right? So what I want to start off with is, um, did anybody see Birth of a Nation? I did not yet. Crickets. Anybody see the 13th documentary? Nope, I did not. Crickets. Mm -hmm. Cool. All right, so I saw Birth of a Nation and I saw the 13th documentary. Well, like, when I woke up that day, first thing I saw, y'all seen a uh, trailer for this movie called Get Out? Yeah. I did. You saw that shit, right? Yeah, yeah. Now, how'd you feel about that shit when you saw it? I thought it was funny, and I definitely want to see it. Now, now the premise of the movie is it's, a, it's a interracial couple. They go visit the white woman's family on some plantation-looking, you know, estate. And, like, the black people, they, they seem to be hypnotized, and they don't know that they're actually, like, workers or they're there. But then, like, it's, some, it's something that has to do with, like, hypnosis and basically white people controlling us or some shit like that. Then, later that day, I went to go see Birth of a Nation. And I oh, saw, you saw Get Out? Nah, I saw, I saw the trailer oh, for Get Out. And then I went to go see Birth of a Nation. I went know. dolo. And um, I was in there with about 13 white people and maybe four black people. So that threw me off off, off rip. That's like, it's mad white people in here trying to see this black-ass movie about them controlling us and us basically getting revenge on them. And then maybe like three days later, the 13 documentary came out and I saw that. And I ain't going to front for a couple of days. I ain't want to talk to white people. Like white people was on my hit list. I was like, yo, kill Whitey. I was, I was on some Malcolm X, Django shit. That's I was what they like, want yo. you to do. That's why I don't want you. I mean, I don't think it was a plot, but you know, part, like, all, like it was, so it was, it was too energy. much black shit at it's, once. Like it was, it's, it was overload. It's, it's like I said before, it's about them putting information in you so you can watch it and it feels the type of way. I forgot how you would call it, but. Propaganda, yeah, promo programming, 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 propaganda, programming, yeah, propaganda. they get in your head because they know what type of emotions these things, you know, incite. So mm. at a mass, especially now, they have the Black Lives Matter. They have all that, yeah. you know, going on. They're gonna keep up the momentum so that it could, you know, spark that fire. Not that we don't need any fire up our ass, but we still don't need everybody to act like you know, fuck the white people because it's mm. not that. It's not that. I think going into the past continuously. Rewatching the past and reliving the past keeps people from being able to come up with, okay, where are we now? What do yeah. we do here now? Because mm-hmm. we're not there. <laughs> like, right. we're not on the plantation. Yeah. Right. You know what I mean? But in certain aspects, we are, and there are ways that we could free ourselves mm-hmm. um, without, you know, certain repercussions and consequences. So, yeah, I, I choose not to give my 
energy to movies like that. Word. I, mean, I know. I know. Last night we was. My sister had brought up. I think she had went to some type of um, African American museum. I think in D.C. I, I I don't know the exact name of it, but I know she had went, and she was talking about that, and it kind of. For me, it fucked up the energy because we in a room with like a bunch of little bunch white of kids, kids, a little black kids, and <laughs> and it's like I get that you want to talk about this, and because it was an experience that you had and it was entertaining, mm. but like, do I really want to sit around discussing you know slaves and slave shit? Nigga, shot through the whip and nay nay. You talking about whips yeah, and chains? It's and shit. like it's like you know what I mean. Like, and my brother was was talking about something that he watched on that. And he was like, yo, you should watch this right now. And I'm like, like it's my kid's birthday. Yeah, like, birthday. That, fuck that it. energy is up. I'm going to get some cake, nigga. You know I'm, I'm not really trying to, trying to fuck up my mood with that right now. Like, those are the types of things that, you know what I'm saying? I have to be in a certain kind of mood to right, watch it. Right, 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 right. You got to be strong enough to not look literally across the room and right. be like, and be controlled <laughs> you know what I'm right. saying? Like, yeah, exactly. Fuck Whitey. <laughs> right. Yeah. Like, All y'all white kids <laughs> the fuck out my house. <laughs> I'm like, oh, martial <laughs> law. Let's, let's get martial law. Knock the plate of collard greens out of it. Yo, yo. <laughs> Oh, what you was talking about? <laughs> Yo, yesterday, 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 yesterday. <laughs> Yo, ex's wife peeped that one of the kids walked by the 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 pan of greens and was like, "What's that?" <laughs> Yo, and did not put it on his plate. Like he did not know what it was. I was stressing because you, you know Stratford is like a you know it's like a mixed diverse town, right? So my kids go to school with white kids, black kids, whatever. Mm. You know what I'm saying? So my son, you know, he got. Set of friends that come through, and it's like white kids, glasses, Pokemon nerds, and I'm I'm stressing because I'm like, yo, why he ain't got no black friends? <laughs> yo, what are you doing right now? So here goes Tommy, later, Greg, and Glenn. Later, the fuck the, is Jamal, Rashawn, and <laughs> later in the day, you know, his his nigga friends. Came I was like, yes, yes. After so like what's early, your name, Taki? Nah, I'm talking about this. <laughs> Shout out to Bullalumbe. <laughs> you know I mean? You want some grape soda, nigga? I got you. <laughs> Yang was there, though. Yang was there. Yeah. <laughs> that nigga said he want to shout out all black friends. <laughs> nah, I mean, you know, it's 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 you know, it's one of them things where it's like, you know, what 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 are you doing? Like, are you adapting to everything here? Like, what, what are you doing? You know, what I, mean? I start to feel like I'm doing something wrong. Like, damn, man, this nigga don't like black neck people now. Like, what the fuck? Um, but you know, whatever. Oh man, well, we do become who we what we surround ourselves with or what we're around all the time. Word. So, yeah, but you know, now with Birth of a Nation, it was a higher movie. I feel like it, you know, it dropped the ball at certain points. But I have to watch it. for the for the most bigger part of the movie, it, it was a pretty good movie. Um, it didn't show like too many graphics. Like, they, well, they showed a couple graphic scenes. I don't know. Spoiler alert. Um, there's a scene where um, why you want me to spoil it? Why not? Okay. Um, there's a scene where um, it's these like slaves that don't want to listen to their master, so they put them in like a shed, shackled up. And um, the slaves won't eat. So there's one slave, he won't eat. He, he ain't trying to have that shit. So what they do is they put a mask on his face to hold his mouth open, right? They take a chisel and knock out all his teeth. Oh, my God. Yeah, <laughs> they knock out all, and then they force feed him. So why would they? <laughs> so, and at that point, Nate Parker is sitting there um, watching it happen. And he's supposed to preach these people and give them, like, encouraging words and uplift them and say, hey, Basically say, hey, listen to your master. He know what's right and what's wrong. 
And that was just his breaking point with, to the to the fact where he was like, all right, fuck Whitey. I ain't doing this shit no more. I'm going to kill my own master. I'm doing all this shit. Now, with the 13th documentary, it was basically um, about the 13th Amendment, which abolishes um, slavery. Basically saying that there's a loophole in it where they abolish slavery, but they're still locking up black people in the 1800s at this alarming rate for talking to white women jaywalking finding reasons uh, to incarcerate anything them, right so so it, it was just a thing about mass incarceration and like this legal form of slavery almost like right now yeah so, so i was gonna ask you how do y'all feel about mass incarceration i definitely feel it's a way that they're controlling the population um whether it be the the brown skin nation or the pink nation i just feel like people are just being controlled regardless of um who you are and yes, I do understand that a lot of African-American men are being incarcerated at an, at an alarming rate still and even and even being shot and mm. um, targeted. But I feel like that is a, a part of um, the bigger picture for them. Like right now, I feel like one of the issues is population control and how are they going to, you know, segregate people and mm. keep, you know, their power. So I feel like, yeah, they still they not only do it. By jailing and randomly shooting and making excuses about it, but there there's a bigger pain than keeping yeah. the people in order. Mm. I think they private they also privatize the jail system, yeah. so yeah. now well, they can a, make money off of right. Yeah. It's a business now, so you know you got motherfuckers investing in people going to jail. Yep. So you mm. know what I mean? It's it's all about money too. And then like there was another point in there where they uh said something that I ain't even know is or something I ain't I ain't heard in a while where it was like um crack versus uh cocaine where you know they say that Ronald Reagan or um what's the nigga that was before him like they put crack in the hood they did right mm-hmm. and they give you a harsher sentence for crack right. than they would cocaine which is supposedly which a is quote, this... quote unquote white drug right like you can get like 2 years for cocaine but you can get 35 for crack like right. that shit is crazy and then there was another point in the documentary where there was um like every time they flashed the word criminal on the screen, like it was it was a depiction of a black man where it was like the media tabloids they um they want to make criminals synonymous with black and <laughs> like you super ever- predator criminal and all you saw was a black mm-hmm. face and now like even even now like even sometimes when I hear the word criminal I sometimes think black man like I mean it, that's to the point where like I don't even really try to read ct post too much because mm. of every criminal story is always based in bridgeport it's like there's no crime happening nowhere else right you know what i'm saying like all these towns in the valley and wherever else there's no crime happening like every mm. time there's a crime it's bridgeport or every time there's a crime it's a a, a, a black or a, a latin dude it's like right that shit that shit eats at me it's like i don't even i don't even want to hear about it no more yeah, to this point. Like, yeah. but at this point Playing devil's advocate. Don't fucking kill me. I might. <laughs> <laughs> now, all of us in this room, we know at least probably two or three niggas that's up to no good, right? They probably black, right? At this point in time, I, I have, a, I have I plenty. Know. I mean, I, I know you know plenty of like diverse people, but I'm talking about like, yeah, like close circle, like people like you grew up with or something mm-hmm. like that. At this point, nah. You don't know two or three niggas that's, that's in jail. I know two or three. Up to no good. I know two or three. Doing some, yeah. Um, at this point, Americans, Hispanic, and as well, pink and whatever you want to call them. I know a lot of people who are in trouble. I'd say that too. I, say, I don't agree that. with it. Just another view. That's mm-hmm. what I'm saying. Mm-hmm. Don't kill me. I think you got to <laughs> also, but when you look at like the crime rate amongst black 
fucking Latin people, it's it's because we we poor, we in the right. slums, we right. trying to come up. We so fighting. you know what I'm saying? The system is is against you anyway when you poor. So if you in the trenches and you trying to get a way out, mm. you gonna commit to crime. And I mean that's not a guarantee, mm. but the chances odds of are. the chances are and the odds is you might commit to some type of crime. Now, to stop the mass incarceration rate with blacks and Hispanics, do you think police in our own neighborhood would help? No, because I don't want nobody in my business. Okay, why not? So so you would rather the, the police do the piss poor job that they're doing and that they keep doing instead of somebody that's an appointed leader that got clout in your community saying, like, hey, we need to check this. We need to t- take a look cool. at this. I think that's a really cool idea. But right. I'm super hippie when it comes to... Um, I think certain things. I think that's why we missing we missing what the Black Panthers and shit brought to the table, like right. policing our own communities, like making sure our own communities is straight. Mm. That's what originally gangs was supposed to be based on. Like, I think I'm stuck yeah. on the word protecting, policing. Well, yeah, I mean, I don't mean policing like you can't do this. I mean more like protecting of your neighborhood. Yeah, you know like, what I'm saying you know, right. the people within the community, right? You know, govern yeah, their community, setting rules and enforcing them. I think, yeah. Right. Yeah, because yeah, it's because like where they're abiding, but people are supposedly breaking the quote unquote law that is written by people who have no real interest in us or our communities or Word. the upliftment of them. So these laws that we're supposedly supposed to be following really they don't even apply to us. Yeah, like, I, mean, I, I think that's where we dropped the ball. Where we think these laws actually apply to black people. Like right. They, they, these were most of these were meant to put us in jail or get us in trouble or do something negative to us. It's very true. And a lot of the things that police are enforcing are not even law. They're statutes and codes. Mm-hmm. So it'll be statute this or code that. It's not even in a, in Black's Law Dictionary, some of these um, supposed crimes. That's why they call them infractions as opposed to crimes. Word. So it's like they get they get us in these like little ways. Mm-hmm. Legalese, we don't understand. These boys going um, and having public defenders because they can't afford lawyers who right. work for the and court. public defenders don't give a fuck They don't. This is, where it, this is the pipeline, though. It's Should like... I'm going to jail off this shit. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I get emotional about it. Yo, um, what's the worst experience that y'all had with a cop or, or, or with police? Well, I was arrested. I was actually... Um, in my house painting, in my apartment, painting my apartment. And these okay. guys, these two bounty hunter guys come to my door. And I didn't have my door locked. So when I'm running to lock the door, they run in. But anyway, they come with a warrant that was not signed by a judge. Mm. Um, this was a few years ago, maybe like five years ago or so. Right. At a point mm. where I was really, really um, into the court system, studying the court system, going to court with young men mm. and um, trying to help them. Because they had no idea what was going on and their public defenders were about to send them up the river. Mm. So they didn't like that. So it was like an old ticket or something that I hadn't paid. But they put a warrant out for me for a ticket, unsigned. And the warrant, I still have a picture of it. The warrant was for Wednesday Adams. I was just like, <laughs> what? Yeah. And so Yo, I was just like, that's okay. That's not a government name, like, FYI. <laughs> I was like, okay, but... <laughs> the thing is, is that when I went into court, um, mm. was it the, I think it was the prosecutor. Um, we were in the room just talking and mm. he knew I knew what I was talking about. Like, you right. can't, you're not going to speak legalese to me and think I'm not going to, like, I don't know what right, you're talking right. about. Right. So he was like, um, what law school did you go to? Like, what <laughs> law school did you graduate from? I was like, I didn't graduate from any law school. I, I didn't go to law school. Mm. Like, but I am the law. Like, right. <laughs> I am, you know what I mean? So. Word. I don't understand, like, what kind of question that is. But it was like, yeah, that was my worst experience, being 
um, dragged out of my house. And then they, um, I live in the apartment above my mother. And so my mother heard the commotion and comes upstairs and they threatened to tase her. Like, I was like, mom, you know what? Just let, just let, let them arrest me. Uh, Just let them do it. Cause it's kidnapping. mm. But yeah. What about y'all? I mean, I ain't never really had no crazy experiences. A lot of the shit that I've been interacting with police over is is for shit that I've actually done wrong. So, um, (laughs) I can't, I can't speak on that. Nah, I mean, it's just in the sense of like, we in the car smoking weed or, you know what I'm saying? Oh, so you was actually out. doing wrong. Shit. Yeah, like you yeah. was actually doing something wrong. Yeah. So if you're doing something wrong, they gonna fuck with you even more. You right, know what I'm right. saying? So shit like that. I mean, when I got my car, I had my tents on it and they come fuck with me for that like three times in a, in a span of like a month. Mm. But I mean, they tell me to take my tents off and I never took them off. <laughs> and fuck you. You know I'm what? But it's like after that initial period of them fucking with me, they left me alone and my tents are still on my car. Like and so it, it makes me feel <laughs> like it makes me feel like was it ever really a problem anyway? You know what I'm saying? Uh, yeah, like they, or was y'all just checking who was in the car? You know what I mean? Tents? Oh, he's a nigger. Let's yeah. pull him over. You know what I mean? He must then, have something. Yeah. It was another time when I got pulled over and like they um told me my license plate light was out. And I was literally two houses down from my house. Mm. So you know, I'm like, all right, whatever, cool, I'll get it fixed, whatever. But when I pull into my driveway and hop out and look, the shit's on. So it's like, what? did you, like, what was that all about? Like, the mm. license plate light was off, but it's on right now. Like, they be bored. You know what I mean? They I don't get it, but hey. People be bored. What about you, Nick? You got an experience? Uh, just something small. Um, Like, I went to BJ's um, early in the morning to catch them opening. And on my way back, because I was in my mom's truck, and she had a license, and she has the um, the fucking uh, handicap sticker. Mm. I parked at a handicap place, and I came back. When I came back out, and I was about to leave, the dude pulled me over out before I left BJ's, and was like, uh, are you handicapped? <laughs> <laughs> I just saw you walk out. You look just fine. <laughs> he saw me put all the shit in the truck, you know, and... Capped of what? <laughs> cat, yeah. It was it was dumb. I got that um overturned too. It was stupid. Mm. Um, but other than that, no. Mm. I stay I try to stay out of trouble as much as possible. <laughs> <laughs> I ain't worried about nobody, nobody ain't worried about me. <laughs> Mine would be I was about maybe like sixteen, seventeen. It was about maybe me and like five of my boys. We was just on the block chilling. Like we had been all around Bridgeport that day. Like we was playing ball, we was at the store, we was here, there, everywhere. And we was by the terrace, and somebody had got shot that day. And they was looking for somebody. I don't, I don't know if they got shot with an actual gun or a BB gun or what or what the case may be, but we steered clear of the terrace, right? So we chilling on Reservoir Ave by um, Wilbur Cross. And we over there, cop car roll up. It's like six of us, right? Now, my boy got a BB gun on him, which mm-hmm. looks like a real gun. Mm-hmm. right? So cop pulls up, gets out the car, tells us all to get off the wall. My boy throws the gun behind him, right? Now, we're all on the wall. Throws right. the gun behind him. So, it's all of us, right? So, now, we're on the ground. He's checking the, the the area behind us. Whose gun is this? First nigga to say it's not mine is him. Really, nigga? <laughs> so, oh, my gosh. So, I got to... Really, my nigga? <laughs> like, I didn't say shit, but... Well, technically, they if they find it on the ground, nah, it, but it don't have to belong nah, to anybody. I'm just saying, but nobody had to say shit, though. Right. It was like, whose is it? It's not mine. 
And in my <laughs> really, nigga, you you gave it away with the dumb ass. Acknowledging it. All right, cool. Just, just, I was like, all right, whatever, cool. So, <laughs> cop says, take out your IDs and shit. So, my other boy, uh, K Dot, he was like, yo, I'm reaching in my wallet. Okay. <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm reaching in my pants. I'm taking out my wallet, taking out my ID, <laughs> like step by step. Gave him the shit. He took the BB gun and just sped off. But the way he got out the car with his partner. Guns drawn, get on the ground, get on your knees. I was like, yo, one of us is getting popped. I don't know how to say your mama. Like, well, say how was this dude gun. carrying the BB gun, though? It was in his waistband. But, like, he wasn't, like, showing. Like, he he might have showed it maybe twice that day. Like, we had been chilling for maybe, like. Why was he walking can? different? I, ain't, I don't know. See, I, I, they, they. No, because we was just on the wall chilling. We was just chilling. Like, we wasn't, like. Looking like, like hoodlums. Doing, yeah, looking like hoodlums <laughs> and shit. But, I mean, not to stick up for no police, but at the same time, if if he if he walk, what was the point of walking around with a BB, BB gun? gun yeah. Like niggas just had BB guns to, just to shoot people, shoot shit, oh like God, like shooting horrible. stop signs. Nigga, well, we, nigga, y'all we, motherfuckers we, we, should have <laughs> y'all should have got pulled the fuck over. Nigga, fuck out of here. Nigga, <laughs> they knew what they were doing. <laughs> me, me and them niggas got, they got arrested mad times. Like we used to do mad dumb shit. Nigga and get shit. and get fucking arrested. We got arrested for throwing rocks at cars. Yo, we got arrested for like you guys weren't doing. Civ- you <laughs> guys weren't doing civilist. Civil- I mean, we wasn't doing nothing right then. Acts of no, you were doing stuff. I'm pretty Just, sure they had. I mean, we probably did something later that day, but we ain't doing nothing right then to get you know fuck with. Y'all look like you smell like trouble. Did y'all get whoopings <laughs> after this or anything? Mm-mm, nah, we didn't. We because nobody knew. Man, so it was just like you know wild. they. Nobody knew y'all they, got arrested. Nah, we. That time we didn't get arrested. The time oh, that we got okay. arrested for like throwing rocks and shit, we was just like 14, 15 or whatever. Oh, okay. nobody, ain't nobody get arrested. I mean, ain't nobody get a whooping, but. <laughs> whoop your ass. I would have whooped. <laughs> Listen, I've been taller than my mom since I was like eight. Like, oh, I, okay. I wish my mother would. Try to, like, I just laugh at her. What does that mean? Slap the shit out of Kubi if you think he could. Listen, my mother used to try to beat me she was, when I was like 13, what? 14, and I was like, no, I'm laugh. saying, I, I agree. <laughs> Somebody catching ass whooping, no, I don't give a fuck how big you is. He's gonna I ain't talking about daddy, man. I'm talking about my mom. My mother, like, five, too. I'm like, my mother hit me, I just laugh. Like, that shit don't hurt. Mm-hmm. That's you just being the rebel that you are. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I guess. I love mm-hmm. my mother, though. Love you, mama. She's an Aquarius. Yeah, yeah. Oh, shout out to that. Hey, shout out to the Aquarius. She had a whole new friend. Uh, uh, <laughs> oh, I, I, um, um, I, I, uh, um. Yeah. <laughs> shut up. Because I know, I know you're a Virgo. Mm-hmm. I was about because usually I ask what's your, you know, what's your sign, yeah. but I know the Virgos in the house. Yeah, we know Wednesday. <laughs> friend of the pod. Hey. Now, um, next thing we want to talk about is another. Serious topic is uh, a lot of things been going on in the news lately. Um, whether it be Donald Trump saying he gonna grab somebody by the pussy, whether it be uh, Derrick Rose, whether it be uh, Nate Parker and they, um, I mean, yeah, Nate Parker and them bringing up allegations of him raping somebody back in the day, um, rape culture, right? Now, Nikki, what should, do you have a definition of like rape culture? Like, what would be rape culture to you? Like, what do you think? I mean, the the fucking buzzword is rape, but it's not just all um, rape. It sounds harsh. Yeah. That's the first thing that comes to mind. Rape alone is um, someone violating. And the, as it being a culture, I feel like we are in a volatile, violating culture um, at this point because you have this guy up there talking about um, women in a, de- um, like in a demoralizing way and then... I just feel like again, it goes back to propaganda and what they want you to see and brain and mind fuck you so that you could think that 
you know, it's okay for an asshole to be president and have all these things to say. And he, I feel like he's a TV character, period. Um, Definitely. Is. And this whole election is a part of the a, a big program. Yeah. And regardless of how people see it, it's just a matter of you're looking at a character who's had apprentice shows and is known for his the way he talks and is nothing new. So for it to be put up as an election process versus a woman, I, I, I in my mind, I just feel like it's about a, a, about they knew that they wanted a woman in the office and right. this is the only way that they're going to get her in there because they're going to put this doofus up against her, let him fuck it up for right. himself and be the character that he is and then have the ultimate um, plan in effect. Um, I can't tell you what the ultimate plan is. I just know that she's going to be become president and... Um, but do you feel like him making that comment makes him a rapist? Um, I feel like he's, I don't know, I can't call him a rapist, but I do, I didn't hear the um, comment, I just know the backlash about You ain't it. been hearing that shit when he says he's gonna grab some girl by the pussy if you just walk up to her, because he's that famous and that No, I didn't, hear, I heard like, that. Like, I like, yo, like, like yo, I'm, yo, yo, I, 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 I can walk up to him and grab him by the pussy, I can, I can start kissing him. Yeah, so I'm pretty, like, I'm pretty sure he, Technically, uh, he that's, that's, that. that's rape, my he nigga. Like, he's like, I just kissed him, I don't even wait, that's what he said. Yeah, that's rape, like, um, but, that would be rape. Where was he at when he said this? He was on the bus. On a, he was he was on a bus and he didn't know like okay. um the mics was on. He was talking to some other dude. He was just talking like he was just talking out his ass as a white privileged man talking right. about yo, I can do this to women. I can walk up to women and just kiss them, you know. I can walk yeah, up to him and grab him by the pussy if I want to. Like that's one of the theories I had though was the Republican Party ain't really got nobody that no that was electable, right? For the past couple of years, they ain't had nobody that was electable. They pushing him right now because he's so bad that he makes all of the motherfuckers that wasn't electable <laughs> right. look good. Look good. <laughs> so it's like they pushed him in there to say, "Oh, this motherfucker's a piece of shit. He's horrible." America's like hell no. There's no way in hell we can ever vote for this dude. So now the next four years they're gonna take this next L. Hopefully. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Four years go by, they push somebody else in. That person feels they're at le- the, the the general consensus becomes at least he ain't Donald Trump. Mm. You know what I'm saying? Right. So they got a better chance of getting back in the White House. Mm. That's the way I thought about it. I mean, but when it comes to like it's certain shit that I didn't know was like rape culture. Like I didn't even hear rape culture until maybe like two years ago and I didn't even know that half of this shit was actually rape culture. You, like cat calling? That's that's considered rape culture. Hey yo ma. Ma, come here, ma. Like that's that's actually rape culture. Rape culture, like is you grabbing you by the arm, like yo, come yeah. here, like if, I, yeah, if, that, if 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 you walk by me or some I shit, mean, like, don't touch me. that's that's technically that's rape, rape culture. Is it rape culture only if a dude does it to a girl? Nah, no, it, that's no, the, that's no. against heterosexuals, homosexuals, sapiosexuals. I mean, I've been at a bus stop. <laughs> whatever <laughs> sexuals, <laughs> whatever you want to call it. Be right, you wasted my time. All that bullshit you're talking. Word. You're enforcing your brainwaves upon me by right. talking about your yo. <laughs> like <laughs> even like even if you like if like say if you walk by and you got the resting bitch face and some, I feel like the title of that is just fucked up. Like like, like really, it's, it's, it's like, counterproductive to the. I don't even know. Yes, that, that's yes. what they call it, resting bitch I know face. So I so know, if a nigga damn. tell you, hey yo, smile. I get that all the time. Forcing I you do. to do and something that you don't want to do, like yo, maybe I'm having a fucked up day. Maybe I don't want to smile, nigga. Leave me alone. Like that's technically rape culture too. I just feel like everything is taken too far. Yeah. I think they they overlabel every little fucking yeah. thing. Like some niggas is just disrespectful. That's it. End of the story. You know what I'm I saying? Mean, like why is it got to be late rape culture or I don't know. I I just don't agree with the whole like labeling of all of this shit. Just act if right, shit, mind your business. Right. Act right, mind yeah, your business. If you don't person. like that a nigga called you in a certain type of way, you know what I'm saying? Like 
I don't know. Maybe I'm insensitive to that type of shit. But like, if you walking down the street and you look good and you know you look good, you should understand that maybe somebody is going to not be able to control themselves nah. and say something to you. I mean, that's what? and that's male or female. Like, I mean, you, you as, as a male, if you words, if you walking down the street. Words. If you walking down the street in a suit and tie, you might understand that there might be some horny chick that's like, yo, whatever, whatever, whatever. You know what I'm saying? You I mean, like you need somebody to so what? It's, what? <laughs> it's different. Okay, so say Wednesday and Nikki walking down the street, why? Right? right? They see a group of niggas, right? right. They don't want to walk past these group of niggas because they right. know what's gonna happen. Right, right. It makes them feel uncomfortable to be catcalled and grabbed on and be like, "Hey, yo, mind." Then when she don't say, "Yo, fuck you, bitch," and then like some shit like that, like that's all rape culture. That whatever makes her feel uncomfortable in a sexual manner, that's all rape culture. It's but, you being disrespectful as fuck. First of all, yeah. but and that's it's it's. It doesn't have to be rape culture. You're not invading my space. You're being disrespectful. You're being rude. Yeah, you're 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 talking at me in a way. But here's my decision: whether or not I want to entertain you, mm. and yeah. whether or not I want to, you know, give you the time of day. Versus, if you come the fuck over here and you put your hands on me, <laughs> then then you're raping. Then. You're raping my. You're violating my space. You know, everything is not to be rape culture. What rape culture is, back to the question you asked me, mm. is being violated. Somebody coming and inv- coming into your personal space, altering your aura, and making them their presence felt, and altering you, like right. coming and scratching and touching and violating who you are. So I want to I want to get back to X's point, but I want to ask you something real quick, Nikki. Right? So if Davey see you, right, and be like, "Hey, yo, ma." And and and, I know, I know and, you, and you having a bad day, but it's Davey though. Is that is that really considered like? What are you asking you. me right now? <laughs> Nothing. What are you in other right words, now? if you attracted to the dude who if, if, uh, violates if, you, yes, is if, it if, a violation? If, if it's an attractive guy, is it considered like rape culture? But it depends like, if I want him to do it. <laughs> <It's more. laughs> See, I think that shit is too grazy. Now, <laughs> too grazy. Like. Now to get back to X's point now. I don't want to say that you were saying this, but should women take responsibility in some shape, form, or fashion for rape culture? No, no, no. no. I'm not. Sa- I, I'm, I'm not, not saying. No. Okay, not wait, saying, wait, wait. Listen, devil's at. Let fucking, me chill. Don't fucking kill me. Let me clear saying, this up. Though. Nah, I'm not. I'm not saying that you were saying. <laughs> oh, that. Okay. This is what I'm I, saying. It's domino. I'm. I'm saying this all right. All right. I'm saying like, if y'all go outside in a certain outfit, right? Y'all know y'all gonna warrant certain attention, right? You you may want it may be a nice day. You may want to wear your poom poom shorts, your heart to top, breast out, looking good, all oiled up, whatever. If you walk down mm. the street in a yeah, ni- <laughs> I just caught a vision. I was like whoa! <laughs> if you walk down the street and a nigga <laughs> says something to you, but you shun him off, but it's like you're presenting this. You knew the, the no, attention that you. She's not in any way, <sighs> okay. shape or form, right. obligated to control another person's reaction right. to how blazing so, she uh, looks. And if too. he decides to come and violate her, then yes, he's raping All her. All right, another and- point. All right, so say you go and say it's late night, right? 2 a.m. and you go into a man's house, right? Now. 2 a.m.? 2 a.m. Do I know this person? Yeah. She driving Did to we? this nigga house? Whatever. She's going to the nigga house. She knows the nigga. All right? I hope he ain't got her walking in the streets at 2 a.m. <laughs> driving, I walking, driving, biking, out. Ubering, whatever the fuck. She getting to the house, Why right? Why is okay. she going over there? Exactly, exactly what I'm saying. So your intention is to just chill, like in your mind. 
It's yeah, just a chill, relaxed, chill, 2 a.m., right? I don't know. Now, your mom... Now, no, okay. No, but, but, no, 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 no. Let something. But it's a lot of women that put themselves in this predicament where mm-hmm. they go to a nigga house at 2 a.m. and they just want to cuddle. They just want to chill. They just want to... Their, their intention is not to have sex. Mm-hmm. Now, they put themselves in this position where a nigga... Like, a nigga's... You coming to my house at 2 a.m., there's some fucking going on. Plain blank. So you've made that decision. Yeah, you, man, so you have made that decision. Did you, you ask her? Was it a discussion that listen, was had? Or is I'm just, pretty sure y'all mama I'm pretty sure y'all mama always told y'all ain't nothing open past a certain time but legs and fast food. No, my mama so, didn't say that to me. Well, just, son, you talk to your mama. I, figure out <laughs> I figured it out on my own. I figured <laughs> but, it out on my but own. What I'm saying is you go there <laughs> with a with a certain intention and he's a, he expects something from you. Now, if something happened where he sexually assaults you or something happens, it's no, it's one hundred percent his fault. Yeah. But should blame be placed on no. her for putting herself in I that think, position? I think no. this is what I I, I think that because what's gotta two a.m. if you don't know any better? You got to make better That's decisions. True. Some go ahead. No, no, I was just. I just feel like you got to make better decisions. Like at two a.m., if you know you're not gonna be going to somebody's house to do sexual Nasty activity, stuff. then don't go. Nah, because you know girls what I'm can't read signs for shit. Like I could say, I could. Text somebody and say, yo, come over <laughs> after the club. Let's chill. She could think it's really just chill. Well, uh, it's about chill in quotes. Could... I mean. That's why it's up to us as fathers to tell our daughters, listen, if it hits you up at a certain time talking about let's chill, it don't mean let's chill. It means let's fuck. You know what I mean? But, Period. A lot of, but there's a lot of daughterless father. I mean, uh, I get it. But, but, it, but that goes back to a whole nother problem. Though. Right. Like, very, so how do you mass know incarceration, yeah. mass incarceration, <laughs> yeah. uh, poverty, uh, a whole bunch of other shit. So yeah. a part of the hey. plan. Let's, a part of the let's, plan. Let's, let's break down the family. <laughs> break down the family. Word. Divide and conquer. Destabilize. Destabilize. And as well, control the population. Because if you're taking the daddy out the household, then the mama superwoman don't want to be bothered with nothing. She ain't going to make any more, make any more babies. And the dad's going to go out there and hustle and hustle and hustle and end up in somebody else's jeans. And more children. <laughs> more children. More. But wait, 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 but wait. But also, but also fueling the... Um, the homosexuality curve where it's not not that there's anything wrong with right. what you choose to do, but a lot of men being um If you like feminized. bussy, you like bussy. Oh. What? I don't even like that word, nigga. Who created bussy? I can't. Nigga, get the fuck out of here. Cat. Ew, nigga. <laughs> but, yeah, anyway. Skip. Um, I'm skipping that. But... I'm sorry. Skip. Oh, but yeah, it's a, I think it's all a part of it, you know. If you look deeper into it, and there's plenty of plenty of research to be done, how they know what they're doing out here. Yeah. Now, last thing I want to touch on, um, like when no pun intended. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Wrong wording. Last thing I want to talk about is now when Donald Trump was caught saying these things, it was it was uh, posed as locker room talk, right? Now that's two men talking about women. Mm-hmm. And they, and they think it's private. Now, when it gets out to the world, now women get a hold of this shit. Now, it's like, oh, my God, how can you objectify us? How could you think such things? Now, my problem with this is <laughs> men and women do the exact same. I'm pretty sure if you pull up a woman's group chat mm-hmm. and you type in a keyword, mm-hmm. the amount of filth that'll, fill up, that'll come out that bitch. 
Like, <laughs> women, y'all ain't exempt from this shit at all, but right. when niggas get around and talk, we talk about women that we want to fuck, that we have fucked, shit that we want to do to said women. Mm-hmm. It happens. When women get together, y'all talk about the exact same the diff- shit. What's, what's the difference between... Any y'all might women might might be nasty than men. It's all speculation but, 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 at this point listen, because you're not in these group texts. But listen, what is the difference? Between I don't know about any, any of us sitting around you're talking you're about full, this. You full of shit, Nikki. I do not have group texts like well, that. Well, maybe you ain't. Maybe not you, but it's a group of, of chicks out there with group texts that got. If, if you type in a keyword, if you type in, look on Instagram. Yeah, man, look for God's sakes, <laughs> chicks be nigga. on there like I want to sit on his yeah, face it's, it's, and. <laughs> Yo, That's like, you're putting that out to the public. usually about food. <laughs> like, where you but you, you a mature woman, though. Like, there's not... give a fuck about being not. mature. You're like, she's talking about dick just like every, every, every other woman. Yeah, that's a I stereotype. Like penis. Yeah, I do, too. I, I like, love penis. Come on, get technical penis. with it. Okay, really cool. Like, yeah, penis. You really like, like penis? I love penis. Okay, cool. Yeah. That's, your, that's your prerogative. That's, yeah. But is Donald Trump really wrong for having locker room talk? No. As I was trying to get to, though, what is the difference between all of us sitting around talking about that and Donald Trump sitting around talking about that. Because it's the leader of the free fucking world no, he's trying to be. No, he's not. He's well, not he's trying to be. Trying, trying, trying to, exactly. He's, trying to, be, he's trying to be the leader of the free world. It's a just, character you to You can't me. be walking around free, grabbing pussies and no. setting off nukes and all this shit. And you you can't like be I said, there's no way that this doofus is going to be the president because, first of all, he doesn't have any history in politics. Second, Don't mean shit at this point. All right. But, all right. So, if Donald Trump is to be the president, again, it's still a part of us. Still a part of the plan. You're going to have this guy come into the office of the United States. Can you imagine being another super continent or another country and looking at um, the United States with it's this guy? It's a joke. This is a big joke. It's it a really joke. is a joke to me. I think it's a big joke. It's a First of all, the fact that they didn't even discuss climate change at one not one of these debates. I'm like, right. wait a minute. Hold on. There are like thousands of fish and thousands of whales washing up dead. And the bees There's dying. mercury in all of your seafood. Your food is being shipped from China and poisoned with arsenic and all types of cancer-causing chemicals. Mm. We're not talking about any of this stuff. Mm-hmm. They're talking uh, about... So what, p- like... <laughs> so this has to be a joke. Grab him by the pussy. It has to, it, to me, it's a joke. It's a, it's a joke. It, it, I feel I like subscribe. I'm watching, like, if I, if I catch any skit or 30-second clip, I feel like it's a whole Saturday night, Saturday, Saturday night live or yes, late night show or Tosh.0 or, Tosh or some shit like that. And <laughs> it's, it's, it just is, looks like I'm bullshit. All I'm saying is men and women have, quote-unquote, locker room talk. No, we don't. I think everybody what is, is, talk is, is considered though just talking about sex, talking yeah. about sexual things. That's yeah. bed talk I mean, to me. We talk. I mean, people talk about different things, but when you're can you imagine the shit that she said about Davies that we ain't here yet? I did not. <laughs> I didn't. I, I didn't. I, I would have said it already. Like I said, what did I say? Did I say that to you? Just because I, just because I find Davies attractive, doesn't mean that I want to have sex with him. Yeah. I don't know if I want to have sex with him or not. He can turn me on, and I don't have to feel like I want to have sex with him. That's because he's not in the room. <laughs> what? That's because he's not in the room. Wait, wait. What did you say? No, I ain't saying. No, not you. What? What'd what you happened? say, Johnji? Nah, he... no, 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 no. Nah, we good. <laughs> don't, don't hit the button. Just leave it. Oh. No, oh, but but before. but seriously, like it is possible for somebody to be attracted to somebody, but then not have to have fin- fantasies with them I doing nasty don't stuff. Know. Yes, I have not. From a woman's standpoint, well, yeah, but it, it could work that way. There are people. Ain't nobody who, I think everyone is individual, though. Don't we have like individual thoughts? 
Like these are all general. Like yeah. women do it. Men I mean, do it, like there are a lot of generalizations, I don't even but fully human. So. Right. <laughs> so that alone is she like, from another planet, I'm nigga. She, yo, she from the future, my nigga. She from something. Yo, her wait, and Nikki come wait, from wait, adjacent wait. planets, nigga. They, they yeah. not from I here. Literally from had a, I literally had a conversation with wait. Tatiana. I was singing a song. Like, I'm nah. an alien. Nikki, like Nikki from Venus. Wednesday is from one of the moons near Venus. Like I'm telling you, nigga. In the Pleiades. I'm from the Pleiades. We are not going to breathe. But listen, and then she... And, hold, okay. on, hold on, hold on, hold on. <laughs> <laughs> when you said you don't feel like you're fully human, please well, I know, explain I, that. I know that I'm not. I know that I'm, I'm in a Let's human body. I have this human body, but my spirit and like how I operate and just everything about me, I know that it's not normal. I've never been normal ever. Nigga, why do you think I said ever. she came from a spaceship? And um, I just study different things and I'm here for a reason. Like, mm-hmm. I have a message. I make music. There's a purpose? Yeah, for a purpose. I'm, I, and I've known my purpose since I was a baby, very young. So I know why I'm here and I'm here to do something. I don't, I'm not really, you know, well, I'm not into like... So, but, but that has to make you, you're spiritually... Alien that has to be. Well, no, okay. I, I'm an, I'm aware of who I am because we're all using human bodies. Yes. But all of us are not aware of the fact. All of us do not look at our bodies as atoms that are being held together by gravity. Like all of us don't look at it like that. But that's exactly what it is. If you go to a biology class, you'll be told that right. you're not even a solid. Like right. your body right, right, is not right. solid. It's gravity that's making you solid. Right. So the spirit that's inside is navigating that body. Right. So I'm very aware of that. And I use my spirit more than my body. You better say that. You, <laughs> so that's that's what I mean, and like um, yeah. To, to 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 go on that as well with um the conversation I had with Tatiana earlier, you know, I was singing a song. I'm like, I'm an alien, just singing a song, and she was like, "You're always saying you're an alien," and we've had this conversation before that aliens exist, things like that. She was like, "Well, you don't, you're not green," and I said. <laughs> You don't have to be, and then I went into it. I was like, you don't have to be green to be an alien. There are aliens that um, are that exist on the metaphysical um, metaphysical planes and the ear waves. You can, you can, you can, you know, there's ear. You could breathe that. Just because you can't see, it doesn't mean that it's not there. And aliens are put on TV and in movies to look a certain way, but actually there are dimensions to life. Yeah. And there are there are communications on different levels that people cannot hear, people cannot see. True. And those are aliens. Those are alternate those are alternate manifestations Man. of life. And that, that shit is all cool until like, your daughter go to school saying that shit. I don't care she no, she's going to go to special ed class because you talk about she, my mommy said I'm an alien. So like, right, we going to shit put to I'm going to go to put on that little short bus. And then I'm going to go to her <laughs> school like I do every year <laughs> and I'm, I'm on career day and I'm explaining oh, to people oh, to the, lock to your the children. Ass up too. It doesn't matter. They still, <laughs> they'll invite me because I'm invited this year and it's promoting individuality. First of all, you need to know <laughs> you are yourself, and you you can call a person from another country an alien. Listen, we got a problem down here. This woman down here saying she's an alien. Well, well, it is what it is, and then they'll they'll and then I'll probably be with my alien friends, and we'll be all right. But at the same time, aliens <laughs> do exist on you different levels. You go be in levels. that fucking jacket, hugging yourself and shit, bouncing off the wall, talking about I'm not crazy. And no, 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 because then and then and then by that time, if they do lock me up, then it's gonna be well known that aliens do exist, as well as people who who look like humans and are completely manifested. What do you call those? 3D prints? Um, what are those? 
Tupac was one. They put him on hologram. holograms. You got holograms about to come back out. Stay out there. All right, Harley Quinn. All right, cool. There's a lot. There's it's a lot. lot. There's a lot. Now, last thing. That's I why. Talk I, about. That's why when we hear yeah. because infinite knowledge. It's it's it's, it's facts. They only. plotting to blow up the planet. So absolutely. Last not. thing I want to talk about. I would love to continue this. I would love to continue this metaphysical kind of <laughs> combo. I, I really would, but I know you got other. I shit mean, la- last thing we could talk about. Um, I want to talk about this Mary J. Blige shit. She's going through a messy divorce right now, and her soon-to-be ex-husband ha- is asking for alimony payments, right? Now, the shit that this nigga is asking for is some pretty bitch nigga shit, right? <laughs> so, I don't know the total cost of all this shit, but this nigga wants $8,000 for a private chef, $3,200 for a personal trainer. This nigga wants $1,000 for clothes. Kind of you a grown fucking man. You want allowance, my nigga? He wants 5000 a month to pay, what? To continue paying his parents each month. Is he winning, was he winning any bread? He was her manager. I don't um, know. So he was probably getting that 20%. Basically, he said that he's used to a lifestyle. He needs to up, up, keep that's up that the, lifestyle. That's the, that's the, the, Women do it all the time, right, but right. I mean, 71000 for rental properties he wants five g's a month for child support for his kids <laughs> these ain't married kids his kids that he had previously right so he basically just trying to get a meal ticket That's basically what it is. he wants 57 he wants 5700 for groceries now he in the private shop now i don't think i spent it's a bunch of shit Bitch, nigga, if you don't learn to cook now, this this the shit, right? Five thousand for groceries now. I didn't made twenty dollars stretch a week, right? What the fuck are you buying for five thousand dollars a month? Caviar and Belgian waffles from Belgium. <laughs> Belgium. <laughs> Belgian. Now, what is it? Belgium? What is Belgium? it? I think it's Belgium. Belgium. <laughs> he wants ten thousand for entertainment, gifts, and vacations. He wants a hundred thousand for attorney fees and thirty thousand for accounting fees. Now, Wednesday, you said that women do this shit all the time, but I think as a man, you need to have a certain type of like cooth and like just pride in yourself. That's why I said it's very I'm not going to ask a woman for that. I don't give a fuck. Like, do you feel like this is fair? Because it happens to women all the time. Do you feel like this is just his man, a man getting his come up in? I don't even know if I feel about it. I think it's just really strange. I don't even know how I feel about it. About you, nigga. Do you feel like he's justified to get this money after all the work he's put in, quote unquote? No, because I feel like he could make his own. Um, he can stand up on his own two feet, and I feel like it's out of spite. I don't know the situation, but if he's asking for that amount of money specifically, he's done his thinking about it, and he's just being extra. But again, I don't know, and that's not. It just sounds. It sounds like problems that are not mine. <laughs> First world problems. He sound like some groupie. Major. He sound like he on First some groupie world. shit. Because like, I know I can make my own damn sandwich. Um, I know Yo, I can run up a hill. I know. A chef, my nigga? I'm not going to put somebody else. I'm not going to be responsible nigga, go, for my you obligation. Go on YouTube and learn how to cook. Now, X, do, do, do you, you and your wife have a prenup? No, we both broke when we come here. <laughs> now, would y'all two sign a prenup? Would I sign a prenup? Yes. Oh, would I? Yes. Um, depends on my status, and I don't want anybody taking my money, but it depends on how much I'm in love as well, because it might just be what, what you're love got to do with. I never know. Love is everything. 
because it depends on how I meet this person, how we, how we, what our relationship is based off of. If it's not materialistic, then I'll, I wouldn't care less. And if it does become a business, then I understand that everything will have to be um, set in stone. So you don't try and back hit me later. Mm. But it definitely depends on the level of love because it could be a business love, it could be a, a romantic love, or however what type of love it is. It depends on how we initial how we initiate our relationship. So you wouldn't be offended if a nigga came into a marriage with all the bread and he asked for a prenup? I don't know. <laughs> because, I don't know if I would be offended. Because you, you spent time with this man and, and you feel like you need your just do. You feel like you need this money because you spent all this time and energy in this man and now, hey, we ain't no. together no more. I need some money. I'm used to a certain life. What, is that, what, what is that use? I'm, I'm used to a certain lifestyle shit. Like everybody well, ain't grow I mean, up. In his broke. situation, I don't understand how he using that. You know what I'm saying? I understand for like when married couple get divorced and the mother and the father or the, the male is the breadwinner and the, the, the woman takes the kids mm. and they have to maintain a certain amount of living standard that they maintain while they were together. And nigga wants five G's. In his situation, I just think he'd be in a spoiled that bitch. She didn't produce. I mean, that's all it is. Right. Oh, that ain't mine. I don't care about. Yeah, I mean, I don't really yeah. give a fuck. All right. And and marriage is also like how we do it in the U.S. Well, it's a it's basically a business too. It's like you're basically right. asking, paying the state for permission to be with someone you love, and it's something. It's actually something that I really um, how would have to even think about. Like, do I want to get the permission from the government to love you hey. forever and be with you forever? Do I want to do that? Because the government views us so as, sure. as, so you, as so I need a marriage be- license, just like I need a driver's license. So without this license, I would not be qualified to be married. Or like, so I just think about things so deeply that. So you don't believe I, in marriage. Um, I do believe in. I believe in the sanctity of marriage. Um, the the what about, actual. What about common law marriage? Common law marriage that uh, living together for seven years and then you become and then you're basically. Yeah. I mean, I believe that if two people decide that they want to be together forever, who can tell them that they're not married, husband and wife? The state. I mean, mm. it's that thing like, oh, well, you're not legally married. OK, so I need to, I don't understand. Mm. I'm just I, the government. Once again, it's like the government don't view us as. People, it views us as um, numbers, numbers, numbers yeah. and, 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 and I forget what the hell they, the official term of it is, but they don't view us as people. So chattel, you, chattel, <laughs> it's something like that. So we it's like when you, time, yeah. when you get married, it's like the combining Same of them the two businesses right. together. You know what I'm saying? And then you so, need right. permission and right. legally to to leave That's each why, other. Yeah, you, you need know permission, you gotta like how file taxes, and you got to pay for it. Yeah. No, it's just a lot of money wasted. Like, let's just have a celebration. Take that money, have a celebration, and be together. Just don't go anywhere. (laughs) I'll find you and I'll shoot you. (laughs) (laughs) Damn. Damn. Well, set it off, shit. All right, so I guess that's it for this can be like. So we can get to the interview portion of the show. All right, now hump day. Hump day. (laughs) (laughs) I'm like. Now, I know you from some other planet, but what hospital were you born in? I was born in Bridgeport Hospital. Right. I came into this world in Bridgeport Hospital. So you're a native of Bridgeport. I am. So how was growing up in Bridgeport for you? Um, I was kind of sheltered a little bit. I lived on Wood Avenue, um, literally in that yellow house across from the body shop. Like, it's still standing there today. Mm, okay. And um, I was like... I was a bit sheltered. Um, 
but my mom took a lot of time teaching me things like mm. I didn't do much like going outside and playing in the neighborhood, but I was always in dance class and like mm. art class. And my mom was a teacher. My stepfather was a teacher. So I was always in one of their classes like mm. at Longfellow. She taught at Longfellow Dunbar. She taught at a few different schools. So mm. um, I was just in the community a lot, like out with her and just meeting people. Mm. Um, so, yeah, that's really what it was like growing up. I had a lot of fun. Yeah, a lot it was of- strange. I was a strange now, when you finally got free, well, strange little alien baby. What you mean body. by strange though? Like what? Um, but you talking was, about like society standard strange, or like you think you were strange? Oh, maybe I just think I was strange. But I look at the pictures that my mom um used to take of me. She used to take a bunch of pictures of me, right. and I used to just always be doing something strange, like laid out in some strange position. Like <laughs> so, from so from what I've come to <laughs> to understand, I was strange. I was very vocal. Um, about things and um, I was interested in things that adults were into my mom used to be like you were wise beyond your years I used to have to like really warn my friends like listen (laughs) with that Heineken yeah (laughs) I had a Heineken last night see I was like this best thing are (laughs) they are good though thank you see Heineken Heineken sponsor my show yeah fuck with you (laughs) but go ahead I'm sorry no 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 that's really it I had a I had a really cool childhood now, when you finally got away from your parents, were you that child that went reckless? No. Um, well, my my father actually came in back into my life when I was like in my early 20s. So he wasn't in my life for a very long time. Mm. So um, I was raised like with all of my family, though. It was like on Wood Avenue, it was like 13 people living in the house. My mm. aunts, my uncles, they were all married, had their children, and we all lived together. Right. So um, I had really good structure, and, like, I just, I really knew what I wanted to do, so I don't, I didn't wild out or anything. I snuck out of the house one time to go to a Sheen Center party with one of my best friends. <laughs> right. But, and I got caught, but oh, that's, like, Sheen as Center wild. Part. It was, like, Sheen Center. That's as wild as I got, like. Now, wow. with your dad coming to see you, like, what, at what point did he leave your life? Um... I was two. Two. So two to your early 20s, right? Mm-hmm. Now, how was that relationship where he missed roughly 20 years of your life? Like, you were already the person that you're set to be. Like, you had your standards, your morals, and all that. So how was him coming back to your, back into your life? The strange thing is that I looked for him. Like, I went and um, I contacted him and I let him know. I was like, look, I'm raising um, a child here, a young boy, and mm. I really don't. There's a lot of things that I feel like I was missing, like I didn't get from you. Like, I mm. want to meet you. Like, who are you? Right. So it was kind of one of those things where um, he came to visit one time from North Carolina, um, went back, and then ended up quitting his job and moving to Connecticut. And him and my mom got mm. back together, and now they're a couple again. What? Word? Yeah. After all those years, right? Word? So, what? Yeah. That's, that's kind of dope, That's though. magic. Yeah. So, <laughs> that's kind of dope, but you got to feel cheated in some way. Like. Um. I was angry. Now, don't get me wrong. I was angry and I did feel cheated, but I'm very vocal and I was always honest with him about mm. how um, how shitty I thought it was that he didn't choose to come and find me and I right. ended up being the one to do that. But then at the same time, I can look back and I can say, you know what? I may not even be, I wouldn't be the same person. Right. So, and I, I wouldn't want to be a different person than I am now. Mm. So I'm kind of grateful for that too because now that I know who I am, I can look at him and I can see like, some of our similarities yeah. and the things that it's like, oh, that's why, like, I do that's that. That's where I get sometimes. it from. Yeah, yeah, like, I do that. And you didn't even teach me to do that because you weren't even here. Right. So that's how, you know, it's just cool to see how strong DNA is. Right. And, um, yeah. So when you told your well, did you tell your mom that you was looking for your dad? Yeah. Now, what did she say initially when you said that? No. <laughs> she was like, no. 
She was like, no. Like, was it like a passionate no or like your daddy ain't shit no? No, she never talked. She never talked badly about him. Mm. But in my teenage years, he would um, contact me, make mm. me a promise. Like, I promise I'm sending you some Jordans with $100 in each sneaker. Like, he would just promise me right. things. And it never happened. Right. So after a point, like, you know, and my mom had to deal with me being upset and mm. shutting down and, you know, like the disappointment. Well, I mean, what was his so, reasonings for leaving in the first place? Like, um, My mom actually put him on a plane and sent him back to North Carolina because he was on drugs mm, and um, that's exactly he took what the I rent money yeah. one one um one month and right. totally blew it and there was an eviction notice right. on the door and I was okay. a baby and okay. my mom was like okay I'm uh, gonna buy your go. ticket right. it's time so that's she'll where she'll come find you when when it's time and that's how right. it happened now I want to assume but is your dad clean now yeah, yeah, he's, he's absolutely okay. clean. All right. Well, round, round of applause. <laughs> applause <laughs> right? Word, word. Shout out to Love and shout out to your mom for, you know, yeah. pulling back into that. Right. You know, like, how? Shout out to Real Love. Right. Like, right. That's like, 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 like years. I'm sorry. I kind of want to talk about crazy. that, but, but but you here, like, your mom ain't here, but I want to talk about that shit. So, like, your mom was open to, to that relationship again, where it was like, all right, I missed 20 years, like, like he she, was slick. Now listen, he was a little slick about your it. Your dad wanted to smooth down south place. This is what happened. So my so my apartment, um, I have a two bedroom upstairs. No, yeah, I have a two bedroom, but he was basically gonna go sleep in the living room. Like he moved to North Carolina. I mean, right. he moved back to Connecticut. He was gonna get his job, get himself, you know, together and mm. stay in the spare room upstairs in my apartment, right? right. So like some nights I would wake up because I get up. Ooh, la, la, la. So I'll get up. And I'm like, I walk in the kitchen. And I'm like, wait, why is my kitchen door open? Like, who? Like, how? Where's dad? Where's dad? So dad is down, <laughs> downstairs. And they're up talking. Like, uh, mm. And this started going on for like, you know, intermittently for maybe a couple weeks. And then it was just like, all right, good night. And I'm, and he's saying good night from downstairs. And I'm just like, all right, well, uh, okay. all right, well, good night. Then. Good night. Good night. Great like, night, actually. I, th- I think... <laughs> I think a lot hey, of kids... Hey, that's 20 years of build-up. <laughs> yo, like, like, yo. Like, y'all clearly... Like, hey, I miss, <laughs> I miss you. I miss you. <laughs> I'm back. <laughs> yo. God only knows. God, what? Yo. yo. What? That crazy. Now, <laughs> now you only child? Um, no, I actually have two younger sisters and I have a younger brother. Okay. My, my father had um, two other girls and my mom has... My baby Leancy, who's in college now, okay. he's no longer a baby. Mm. I remember when Rather he was baby. For that yeah, right. Rock the balls for that. Now, <laughs> yeah, I'm gonna ask more questions about that, but now nah, we got it. We got it. <laughs> yeah, well, yeah, we got to move. So, all right. So now, being a shelter youth, how how'd you get into music? Um, music was into in me. It was, I didn't. I don't even. I was always singing. Always mm. just singing and dancing, and um. I don't know. I it really got serious one time when I was thirteen. I think when I was thirteen, I took a trip to Florida to Disney um, mm. with my family. We got like a big house, and like all the family members came over. And um, one of our cousins was like he was um, part manager for Alicia Keys when she was um, with MBK. Mm. And so my grandmother used to always make me get up and sing. Like she'd be like, "Oh, come get up and sing, yeah. baby. So, come sing that song that you always sing." So. <laughs> I got up and I sang, and then um, he ended up um, basically thinking that I was awesome and mm. called one of his friends, and I sang for him. And then I started, like, 
following them around and like um, hanging out in Manhattan. I was like 13 at Bert Padel's office, who was um, the accountant for Britney Spears, Foxy Brown, like a bunch of people. So I just met mm. a lot of people and I just loved like I loved the atmosphere feeling like, oh, my God, these people are like doing what they love right. and they're making money doing it. Mm. I later learned that it wasn't as beautiful as it looked, but that's what um, really drew me in to be um, serious and become serious about recording. Now, what, what was what was, your, what was like your first influences musically? Like, what was the first music that you heard growing up? Uh, the first music, actually, it's crazy that um, my mom used to, um, and she always tells me this story over and over. She used to, she had my crib, um, in front of speakers in the living room and they had speakers that were from the ceiling to the floor. So they were like tall speakers. She would put my crib in front and blast Anita Baker's um, Sweet Love album mm. over and over and over. And she um, used to say to me, she's like, that's where you learn how to sing. Like that's who taught you how to sing. Cause I put you in front, of, in front right. of there. And um, yeah, so as far as like before I, before I knew anything, that was my influence. And then Brandy um, is still my favorite. Hey, the planet, so. she's in a very family. Yes. Mm -hmm. <laughs> I just love her so much I didn't even care. Yeah. No, like, I don't care how, when you were born. Like X. How the fuck does she know like just, I think she got a list somewhere like, on she her. She gotta hand. have a list. Like, no, it's stuff that I know. It's just like, about Virgos too. Like Michael Jackson, Beyonce are Virgos. Like it's kind of it's kind of interesting to know like, who else. But she'd be saying random people. But especially like, when, ain't Michael but Jackson. Especially <laughs> when it's that season. I'm just saying, you know, and I recognize whose birthday it is. Yeah. Oh, you were my birthday season. 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 I was put with a group of producers here in Connecticut. Mm. Um, and yeah, like it's it's crazy because I would my mother would literally let me go to the studio, record. I would come home at like three o'clock in the morning and go to school. Like wow. and go to school. <laughs> so I was like creating, like it was I loved it. And mm. I was like writing and it was it was beautiful. Right. So I would say thirteen, that was the that was the starting point where it was just like, okay, this is what I'm gonna do. I'm I love this. Now, while in Manhattan, did you meet anybody that's worth mentioning? Um, yeah, well, I mean, Alicia Keys and Mario. I love them. Mm. Mario was, like, just getting signed at the time and really hot with um, Let Me Love You. But, um, yeah, I guess that's it. And Bert, yeah. I don't know, Bert Padel is, like, he's done a lot of things for, um, he worked for Biggie, too. Mm. He was Biggie's accountant. So I was just around um, really classic vibes, like, mm. And business oriented vibes. Hmm, I hear that. Yeah. Experience souls. Yes. Now, 13 doing this, so you ain't even in high school yet, right? No. No. So, did you do like a lot of talent shows or shows around the city? Or? Oh my gosh. I, first of all, I was always on Connecticut Hidden Stars. Like, always, always. Mm. Like, <laughs> <laughs> he, they used to have me on there all the time. Um, and then, I, yeah, I did a lot of the Sheen Center talent shows. I did a lot of talent shows around here. Like, I was like, out. Mm, out here. <laughs> I was out. I was out here doing talent shows everywhere. My mom was in charge of it. She was like setting me up, signing me up for all the shows. So whatever mm. came up, 
I would do like open up for the comedy shows when they had them at the Ramada Inn. Like mm. I was doing, yeah. When did you, um, when did you notice your sparkle? Um, when did I notice my sparkle? <laughs> Yo, your Nikki's face, yo. <laughs> that's got, a really good. That's she a got really the face of intrigue. Yeah, like, that's a really good question. Um, they're from the same planet, my nigga. They yeah. fucking distant relatives oh, and shit. It. I get it. I'm asked the question. Got you. It's a question that I think I'm still noticing my sparkle. Where I think I'm, I'm, I create. I just create. Like I don't think like, oh, this is dope or this is awesome or anything like that. It's um. I feel the sparkle when I'm like recording and creating something new that I love, mm. but it comes out and then I'm done and I let it go. So I'm not really into myself to, I try to give away the stardust and the sparkle more <laughs> than I like. Word. Now, when did you release your first official project? Um, It's really funny because I've never released an official project. You never released a mixtape and then like that? No. Just, just singles? No. Yeah. And I've always been strange in the aspect of um, I always wanted to have I have something that I really want to say. Mm. And it's not um, I've been coming up and formulating that message like still mm. now. Now my album is complete and it's done and it's ready and we're shooting videos to it right. to a complete project. But it's literally taken me years to like figure out, OK, what do I really want to say? Right. So, yeah, I've always but. Every time, like, me and Esco, I come up with a song, me and Esco shoot the video, and we put it out because mm. I always want to share what's coming out of me. Even if I haven't formulated the full answer yet, I'm still sharing. So. All right. Esco shoots all your videos? Yeah, except for my last um, video, Back for the Future, was shot by um, Kendall Bolin, and he actually um, works for NBC. Mm. Um, he's done Law & Order, Trauma, Heroes, a bunch of different mm. really cool shows, and he... Um, Saw a video that I shot with Esco called Freefall, and he was like, "Oh my god, like, that's my shit." He was like, <laughs> "Freefall is my shit." <laughs> he was like, "This is amazing, and you need like a bigger platform. Like, you need you need a video to like really represent um, your voice, and like you need to get out here." So he flew me to LA and like shot the video. There was like ninety people. They built the set. It was amazing, like amazing. What, what video was that? Um, it's called Back for the Future. Oh, that one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So um, when you was in the time capsule and shit, yeah, and they built that from the niggas ground was up. in the pods and shit. Yes, they okay. built it from the ground up. I've never seen anything like it. Like I cried. He was like, "Listen, you need to stop crying. This is all for you. Yes, it's for you. Go. Yes, we believe in you. Stop crying. It's a time okay? constraint. Come yeah, on. like we don't got no time for this. Right. So it was it was a great experience though. Now, what was your okay? So you don't put out mixtapes and nothing like that. So so what was your first official like single or song that you put out to the world? Um, that was. Well, I kind of communicate more visually in videos. Right. If you, I have uh, quite a few videos. Um, and the first video that Esco and I shot, which was maybe like nine years ago, was mm. um, it was called Pieces of My Heart. Um, I remember that. Pieces of My Heart. So that's when um, it began. That's kind of when I was like, okay, I'm recording. Because I had been recording for years and I never, I had never found anyone to like, shoot a video for me and I found Esco one mm. random day and I was like oh my god like where the fuck have you been yeah like <laughs> all my entire life but at that time he had like a 13 person team like it was right. so many people on his team I was just like um I don't know about all yeah, that yeah we don't I don't know about all that <laughs> but um and then we just kept shooting it's been history ever since like we we're, we're planning another shoot coming up <laughs> right now how was that received by people when you I guess when you've been singing, like everybody knows you sing at this point, but they don't see no visuals. They they probably don't hear no song. But when you put out pieces, and everybody's just like, "Yo, where the fuck does this come from? Like, what is yeah. this? Like, how how is it received by people?" 
It was really well received. It was a little overwhelming from like just being in Connecticut and knowing people and being around in the community and things like that. And it's like, yo, I need you for a feature. Yo, I love your voice. (laughs) It was like, oh my God, wait. Okay, Mm -hmm. people like this stuff. So then I was like, okay, I'm going to keep doing this and keep putting things out. I I would say it was about very well received. How many struggle rappers did you come across? Like, yo, I need you for a feature. I need you for a hook. Oh my gosh. Why do we have to call them struggle rappers? But everybody's struggling. They whack as shit. I mean, there are are people that just need to know. And I usually (laughs) try to say it in a... In a way, but a lot. <laughs> like, no. I'd, I'd, I'd say busy. a lot of people who it just wasn't it. Maybe it just wasn't for them or isn't for them. I don't know. I don't know. I can't speak on anybody else's story. Right. But yeah. I've refused a lot of um, features. Shit, I would too. These niggas, out, <laughs> these niggas out here ain't worthy of that shit. <laughs> now back to your influences are of sorts, right? Now, what's your favorite? Like R and B group or R and B song, like be it from like the eighties, nineties, two thousands. What's your like? Um, let's start with the nineties because most niggas started growing up in the nineties. My favorite R and B song from the nineties is "Crush" by Jeanne. Respect that. Yeah, Jeanne. What about uh, group, group. Or, or or person? I really want to say the Spice Girls, but that's not R and B. That pop shit. I love the Spice Girls. Um. Okay, it was popping for like a My good like. What was your favorite Spice Girl song? Didn't the album go um, diamond or some shit? The Spice too, Girls were popping. Yo, they was popping. Too like, much, either too much or stop. What's that song when they were in a city? Um, and were they, they were in a video, and they were in a city, and they were. It was a slow song. Um, ain't that love me better? Some shit. Or? It was a slow song. No, that's pussycat. I think that was too much. <laughs> was it? I uh, feel like it was. I, mean, I yeah, don't know. I, I remember. Was it dark? It. Like they were walking through it was a dark, dark city. Mm-hmm. I feel like that was. I remember the Spice um, Girls stopped TV group. and shit. They did. I love them. Like, I wanted that tour bus so bad. Like this nigga X know nothing about that I shit. Don't know like nigga, I was in the DMX and Big Pun, nigga. Pretty much. I love. I mean, I did love TLC, but. I wouldn't say that they're my favorite. I kind of, I probably have to think about that. I listened to so many different things that probably wasn't even R and B. Like mm. I, I have to really think about it. Brandy is my favorite R and B group, and she's not even a group. Maybe that's the answer. R and B, Brandy. That's it. She got range. To become one. Right. To become one. That's mm-hmm. it. Mm-hmm. I don't remember that song. You gotta hit her. You gotta hit her. Um, now. Who would you com- like? Nobody like t- to somebody that's never heard your music. Who would you compare yourself to, if you could? Oh man! And do you hate questions like that? I don't that? know. It's <laughs> like a really. I don't know the answer to that question. I don't have the answer. Who would I compare myself to? Um, you wouldn't be like a Janelle Monae or a, like a. Uh, Shade, I love Shade or I love Janelle Monae. I mean, my my voice is breathy. It's airy. I don't. So I don't know, like maybe there's certain qualities like me and Sade do have an airy voice. People have compared me to Sade before. Um, mm. I find it like, it's like, wow, dude. People have compared me to even Brandy, one of the records that I just um, that I just decided that we're going to put on the album. It's called Strong and Steady. Um, somebody was like, oh my God, you sound just like Brandy on this record. So mm. I don't know. I don't really compare myself. I mean, do you I take would, that as a compliment when, when somebody says you sound on this song like you sound like somebody or? Um, I think I think it's pretty cool that people can recognize things that they love about my voice and things that they love about someone else's voice. Right. It doesn't offend me. Okay. Um, 
so yeah i i think i think yeah i would say yeah it's it's more of a compliment than anything okay. that they're even listening wow. enough to even hear my voice Word. to tell me what they think i'm appreciative Word. now do you do a lot of covers i do i love covers i really do love covers and i've like i've my team has been like listen we're not shooting a video to all these covers like i always <laughs> want to shoot a video to cover records right. i just got like basically talked out of um, a cover record that I want to shoot to, but I might just do it anyway. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck them. Damn. <laughs> but yeah, I love cover songs. I get really inspired by um, records and then I just want to sing them. Like, I'm like, Dag, I wish I wrote this record. I want to sing it. What's your favorite cover? Um, My favorite cover. My favorite singer and songwriter, well, one of my favorite songwriters, is his name is James Fauntleroy. He's wrote a lot of stuff mm, for Brandy. Yeah. So um, it would before. be it would be his covers. Like, I sing his songs, like, his whole SoundCloud playlist probably every single morning, like, I sing right. through it. So um, I would say maybe, like, Recharge by James Fauntleroy or, and check him out if you've never heard of him. He's amazing. Yeah, I think he's dope. Um, yeah, I've like, heard of I heard of a couple songs, but now that you said it, I'm gonna. Um, yeah, I think I'm actually gonna cover one of his records. That's a really a song that. How do you spell his last name? Um, F A U N T L E R O Y Fauntleroy. Now, what excites you more? Is it doing covers or is it writing your own song and singing it? Um, it really depends on what space I'm in, because um, writing my own records. I have to really love the track and the way that I write is that I write on the spot. So like, that's why I love to create like in studio when the producer is producing at that moment. Like it's really, it's kind of difficult for me to take a track and be like, oh, okay, I'm going to write to this. So you're like a rapper and shit. Um, I guess kinda. I don't, I don't why know. Would that, why but would I that mean that she has to be a rapper? No, I'm saying she kind of like a rapper because rappers, they, they walk in the studio, they hit a beat, start writing there, then yeah. they sing it. So I really enjoy doing that. That's, that's the type of creating that I enjoy doing. So I love writing my own songs when it's in that atmosphere, like organic creation. Mm. And, um, I also love covers, but I do love, of course, I love creating my own more than Right. So do you have any like weird like I know some people who like write and you know they have candles and dark and mm -hmm. you know what I'm saying it's like do you, do you have, have any like a setting for yeah. your for your writing? Um yeah, well, I would say I bring crystals with me. I bring my crystals to the studio. Right. A lot of my producers call them moon rocks. <laughs> They're like, oh, she got her moon rocks. I know you brought your moon rocks with you. Why are you and Nikki ain't friends? <laughs> <laughs> we, we are. We are, and we have been for a like, long time. Like, I've known her for a long like the time. Best of friends. I like. actually used to hang out at her house when I when I was a little girl mm -hmm. with her sister Jessica. Mm -hmm. We used to. Be really, really good friends. So y'all all aliens, huh? They all from so weird. I mean, we are sisters. Exactly. Yeah, I um more than anything, I do like it dim. Um mm. and I like to just take my time and like take a few minutes to get into the vibe. I'm really sensitive. I don't like like a bunch of people walking in and out of the studio. Right. I don't like... Fucking um, up my feng shui. It's weird. I, you know <laughs> what I mean? Like, I don't have a problem with it, but I just, uh, like, I don't... There's cer certain things that I just don't like because people's vibrational mm -hmm. frequency, their energy, it can change yo, things. Sound, We're all made of energy. Yo, if so. Nikki's saying, <laughs> this would be it. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's true, though. We're all made of energy. energy. So when certain mm -hmm. energies enter the space, it, it changes everything. So... Um, right. <laughs> I just like a super vibey setup. All right. I like to feel good. Now, do you write songs for other people? Um, I have, but I haven't lately. Mm. I haven't lately. I've co-written um, 
a few songs with other people, artists in Connecticut that I really believe in and think are awesome. Right. But um, I haven't lately. Now, we got this sister right here. You know, we, we've we been on the show with her for X amount of shows or whatever. And, and we know she's into vibrations and moon rocks and all this shit. Now, how'd you get into like the spiritual moon rocks, by spirituality, aliens? Life. And- and okay, my, yes. And my mother. Oh, yes. <laughs> yes. Life, yes, life, and my mom. My mom, um, she always taught me about frequency, and it's so crazy because when The Matrix first came out, she used to make me watch The Matrix over and over with her, and I used to be like, why are you making me watch this? Mm. And she used to be like, you're going to realize later on in life that this movie is about real life. Mm. And it was actually, um, I forget her name, but it was written by a black woman. Yes. Um, yeah, and yeah, it, was, yeah. it was stolen by the Tchaikovsky brothers, and she right. just actually got a settlement on that mm. but um yeah the, the movie was written for us about us right and um so she used to have me watch that over and over and she taught me about frequencies and crystals and the violet flames and all these things and I, it just stuck with me I've, i you know i continued mm. to study and i realized that it is true like researching who we are and what we are mm. we're not so just now, this fleshy thing yeah this the fleshy meat, meat bag yeah. yeah does the frequency thing affect like what type of production you pick like because yes. i know all right so because i know some like the, the frequency of the the music, the music. And yes the, the megahertz okay yes so um that's the thing and the crazy thing that we don't realize is that the, a lot of the music back in the day it was at a much higher frequency right. and it made people feel good and people danced and people vibed and it was just it up music was uplifting mm-hmm. now if you if you really listen to music i mean even hip hop was uplifting and if you listen to music now even the track a lot of them are dark a lot of them are lower vibrational slow frequency and- slow dark trap music like all of these words but they are really those words have power and those frequencies the frequencies that the music is that has power and it right. really has power over people. Like certain songs make you mad. Like mm-hmm. you want to get mad. You they play songs in the club and everybody's Whole 50 cent album. Yeah, like people ride are getting out on buck- shit. I'm telling you, it's vibrational frequency. Mm-hmm. And these record labels and the um quote unquote powers that be, they know how to use music and what frequency to keep the music at to keep people listening and controlled and hypnotherapy. Things. Yes, it's very, very that real. It's very real. Music, boy. Very yeah, real. Yeah, Vibrating my soul. Yo, so, for real. I'm very careful about what, what I put my Kill voice a nigga, on. Stop a nigga. <laughs> for real. And that and it makes people feel that way sub subconsciously. People don't realize how I bet you the won't hit a motherfucker. That shit goes yeah. back to the to the ancient days when you. they was doing the drums and the yeah. dance. And all of that. It's you know all I mean? yeah. The drum is, is you know it mirrors the heartbeat. It's mm-hmm. very right. it's very very real. So uh, yes, I am careful about um, the vibes that I put out in the tracks that um, I create too. Right now, like brother polite says something about that shit. He says something yeah. about the frequencies and the BPMs of music. How you know like when you got like George Clinton and you got shit that happens now when you got. Marvin Gaye, like the higher the frequency, like the BPMs and all that shit has a has it makes something you vibrate different. Yeah, like it makes it you it makes you move different. That's all we are. It's we're air. vibrating. Yeah, it's, it's, it's like yo, it's the things you can't see but feel. Track music, boy, that shit is crazy. That should be getting me. Like that should be getting me too, though. Yo, like yo, I don't I don't like Future by no stretch of the imagination. He got a couple songs. I be I be I be jigging too. It'd be a couple of tracks. I'd be like, yo, what am I feeling? <laughs> like, that's, I'm telling you, that's why you have 
that shit is not normal. I feel like going to a party and just jumping right now. You were just programmed. When you know, when you feel that feeling, it's like, okay, just know that you were just programmed. It worked. That's why the radio is called programming TV. Programming. They know an Uncle Murder mixtape, prime example. Yo, for real. Like, yo, I feel like the illest hood nigga. I'll lay a nigga down right now listen to that old mixtape. No. Right? Yo, that whole crump music shit, yo. What? Yo. Like, even me, just like, you feel like it's getting off some energy. Like, wait, hold on. Oh, shit. Hold on, I want to slap. You know where this nigga Roz live, right? Yeah. There used to be a club right by that shit, like, like right off that 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 street, like right on East Main Street. Right. And I remember they played Nug If You Buck, and it was like at that time it was tension between like the North End niggas and the yeah, East End yeah. niggas, right? That's all the time. Waiting and, for the song to come right. on. So it was on some shit where like it was a bunch of North End niggas jumping, a bunch of East End niggas jumping, they all merged together, and then somebody pushed somebody, and oh, like God, fuck around, see? somebody fight, and go outside, shots ring out, club wow. closed down after that yes. shit. Yes. But like, I mean, it go like that now. Just yeah. to get back on track with you, I'm just I'm sorry. no. It's okay. <laughs> it's but it it it's all involved. It's all intertwined. All now, Nikki, I want to ask you a question real quick. Now, you learn like the frequencies and, and stuff from your mother, right? So you're mm-hmm. like a representation of her. Now, Nikki, where did you pick up stuff like that? Was it just from like life, and you was just trying to find like a deeper meaning to it? Or actually, so um, I started it. <laughs> okay, <laughs> revved so- up the engine. <laughs> So soliloquy. <laughs> here I go, and I started getting um, into into frequencies and energy and matter um, in high school when they told me that mm. you could be you could be smashed by um, you know, just being in, in in matter versus energy and the difference between and in how we are humans. However, I got. Um, I had this fascination with an amethyst, and mm-hmm. because it was my birthstone and it was pretty and it was purple, and I had this this uh, obsession with purple. My whole room was purple. Bed set was purple. Curtains were purple. Everything was purple. Um, I did like Barney, but I wasn't. But I wasn't a fan of Barney because my mother wasn't a fan of Barney. Okay. Um, my mom's not a fan of Barney because her last name is Harney, and people call her Barney. Uh-huh. Of- <laughs> but anyway, but anyway, um, I love purple. Whatever. That nigga better not play with Fluffy. So, so whenever, uh, right? She, she can net her behind off. So I yes. need something. Yo, I need your mom to make me a hat, like a, fucking, a Christmas hat. Um, on the eleven eleven, she's gonna have her stuff there. So purple, come with purple come, and gold. Come I with a one. good twenty and support. Um, so, fuck you. Huh? What? I said purple and gold. This nigga just looked at Why? me and shook his head. Why? What is it Lakers about the Lakers? Yeah. Yeah, he got a Brooklyn Nets hat on. Anyway, continue. Okay, so um, so I got into energies and stuff like Stop. that. I- by I was introduced to energies and um watching um what's around me by this guy named Xavier. And yeah. we connected um we, I was um, Wednesday and I connected through um, him as well. Mm-hmm. But I remember one night that um, when I was transitioning from my, my apartment in, on Brewster, um, when we met and I went into your, into your apartment and I remember seeing your, um, your, your collection of stones mm-hmm. and then I met him and then it was like, he, he told me more about different energies. It was, it was on from there yeah. that, um, so that was about, I'll say 2010, 2010. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm. So 2010 when I was introduced to the different frequencies. Woke. Um, woke, woke, woke more informed. Woke-ish. What what woke me up? Um, with what woke me up with the the fact that the government um 
was bull- more bullshit was when you told me about uh, separating from the the. I don't your know name. your name from the 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 roster or whatever like that. Yeah, um, I nationalized myself. Oh yeah, myself. you remember that shit that she was talking about? She was talking about somebody that uh, that's like a what what the fuck? Free was state, a, a sovereign a state, more. or something I, like that. I, I, well, it yeah, it's called sovereign. We are we are born sovereign, but mm-hmm. it's um being a more. So what I did was I gave back my um citizenship to the United States and claimed my national birthright. As an indigenous, I just got a book on that shit. I got to read about about so, about black moors and shit. I got to read yeah. that shit. Yeah. So that that was um that was a point a starting point with me figuring you know actually just turning off the TV. Mm-hmm. I did not like I didn't have cable at that time in, anyway. But even when I moved, I did not turn the TV on. I didn't watch TV mm-hmm. or anything like that. And I don't either. it it was just like I'm not even involved. But yeah, I started about about five six years ago. All right, I hear that shit. Yeah. Journey. Shut up, right? That's a journey. I just <laughs> went through. I just went through it. Like, yeah. wait a minute. <laughs> well, yes. Now back to you. Mm-hmm. All right. Now your son is nine, ten. Yes, my baby's nine. Nine. Okay. All right. Now, Eight. do you do you see your influence on him? I do. He's always dancing. Right. That's why I told you he wanted to be a Jabberwocky. <laughs> but like, he's always like coming up with some type of dance. Like, I don't care if we're walking through the store. He's behind me, like dancing. He <laughs> loves music and he loves dance and um he's also a he's also coming into his own when it comes to like um because he's a little on the chunky side if you will and Mm. he's coming into his own about like who he is and Mm. how he feels and um choosing what he wants to put in his temple like making and he calls his body his temple Mm. so there's like a lot of things that i'm seeing that like nuances, he'll be talking to somebody else and say something. I'll be like, "My baby, <laughs> <laughs> just like give up." Like, yeah. So yeah, um, I definitely see a lot of me and him. You got me excited though because you say your mom introduced you to, you know, the information. I'm getting excited because I know I know Todd would be like, you know, and yeah. I could see her yeah. years from now talking that talking shit, <laughs> talking like, it, yes, and, my be, mother. and be a genius about it exactly. because by that time there will be more people. In tune right. with facts, the crystal children. Yes, yep, yep, yep crystal yep. children. <laughs> yeah, um, and you're, you're, you're the children that are I'm aware. Yeah, all the children that are aware and uninfluenced by uh, society, and they have uh, they vibrate out of different frequency. Yeah, they because come, yeah, they come with a purpose. They come with passion. They come with passion, and they know that they're here for a reason. They're not influenced by things that are led that are to throw them off their path. It's very true. Mm-hmm. A lot of these, a lot of babies are like here, like talking, like computing math equations, like crazy things at like very young ages. And those are definitely what we call crystals, like here to show us things. Now, what the fuck is indigo? Um, indigo is my, well, I guess um, crystal, it's basically a way to describe the generation. Mm-hmm. Like, okay. um, so the crystal children would be like my, my son's age, nine. Mm. Um, indigo's. Mm-hmm. And after. Yeah, nine and after. So the Indigos is like, I'd say me and Nikki, um, our wave. And it basically took a lot of, um, like like she said, how the crystals come. They already know why they're here. They know all those things. We had to come and kind of figure it out. Like we knew, but we had to go through some challenges and some, you know, self-identity challenges and all those things to figure out, okay, who am I? We had to go through something called cognitive, cognitive dissonance, which is not... Not following the crowd, deciding whether or not you're going to follow the crowd or if you're going to stand alone and 
be yourself, even if people are like, you're weird and strange. And right. I used to get it all the time, like in high school. I would wear something strange, like, oh, I went, because I went to Notre Dame, you know. Right. So I would wear one blue sock and one um, white sock. And so everybody used to be like, that looks crazy. Like, what's, and then slowly but surely, Eventually girls are it. wearing, and then yeah. I just stop because it's like, okay, everybody, right. what is this? Like, I was the only one wearing two different color socks. And everybody <laughs> was like, you're so weird. Like, da da da. But then everyone's doing it. It's like, mm -hmm. oh, it, it grew on you, didn't it? Yeah, okay, next trend. Let's move dick. on. Let's move on now. <laughs> so, yeah. <laughs> Now, do you want your son to get into music or do you just want him to go on his own path? Or would you like him to follow like the family, quote unquote? Like, no, I don't legacy? believe in those things. I believe that we're here. We're here to follow our own path. And, and we're we're all born to give something to this planet. However long it takes him to figure out what that is or, you know, I'm behind him on that. But right. I'm. I have no like preconceived ideas about what he should be or what he's going to be or anything mm -hmm. like that. No, All right, cool. My mom never did that to me. So now you took a break for a little while because I ain't seen no music be being put out. I ain't had no records. I ain't seen no videos. None. So you took like a little hiatus mm -hmm. from like maybe like was it like two three years. It's been a bit long. I would say a little bit longer than Might that. Might have been like 2012. I was trying to give you some leeway. I know. It's been longer than <laughs> that. maybe I um, missed something. So I was like. Yeah. I took a purposeful hiatus on purpose. And um, I actually lost my aunt from triple negative breast cancer. Um, wow. And I mm. lost my, well, actually found my stepfather deceased in our house. Mm. So I had to like, Whoa. I was still trying to like work through that and create and go to the studio and like like function and I'm just like wait what am I like I did not grieve like I didn't grieve I didn't even come to terms with anything so I was like you know what I'm gonna take as long as as long as I need to um to figure these things out and to come to terms with what happened and all of this because mm. I know that physical death leaving the physical body it's just you know it's it's really a spiritual thing yeah. but actually seeing it and like I took care of my aunt, so I was, like, with her day in and day out, like, actually seeing that. And she was my biggest fan. Like, she used to screen print my T-shirts. She used to, like, she took care of all of my merchandise, like, all that stuff. So it's almost like not only did I lose a family member, I lost, like, a team member, right. like, of my entire team that was helping me hold my music together and keep promoting myself and all those things. Right. So I lost that all in one person. So, um it was rough, and um, so that's where the hiatus came from. I had I, I took that hiatus just to um, heal, now, a healing hiatus. I right? hear you. Now, what brought you back was you finally getting over it, or like realizing like I need to, you know, pull myself up by the bootstraps and just move yeah, on with life. The latter, I'd say the latter, because I um I wouldn't say that you ever get over it. Right, right. Um, but and also I just have so many people that I've worked with that hit me up like yo Wednesday like I need you out here like I need you to win like you need to like what's good with the music where you at bitch yeah like what's going on like we're ready like let's get this together like Esco everybody just kicking me like look we mm. gotta we got work to do we gotta go yeah Come on, we man. got to go you have a message you have get to up, get, get it up. out there so um that's where I'm at right now like um getting back up and um I've been creating the whole while but I wasn't really, um, I was just creating just as an outlet, not to release anything. Mm. But um, now the album is done and... Shout out to you for staying, um, for going through it so uh, that you can get through it uh, and, and holding your heart because it takes a lot of passion to 
and a lot of heart to make sure that throughout whatever you go through, you remember that you have something to do. And despite it all going forward, because there is a lot of work that needs to be done. Absolutely. And when you have that heart, it needs to be spread. Peace. Now you guys is, no, go ahead. is one of your goals to like get signed and, and become a part of the industry or is it that you just want to be more independent and, and do, you know, your music at your own rate? Um, the thing is, is that I've had a lot of run-ins with the industry and opportunities to go that route. Mm-hmm. And, um, I just feel like I, I, I really don't have that desire to be signs and I don't have that desire. Right. I was told that I needed to have that desire and I was told that that's the desire to have when you are a creator. But right. really I want to, um, change my community. I want to teach my people, um, how to eat well and heal themselves. And I want to use music to bring all those people together so that right. we can talk about these things that need to be talked about. Like, right. I think that um, it's not about my music. It's not about me being able to sing or being talented. Right. It's really about um, the fact that we all are one and we need to realize that before the entire planet implodes. Right. Right. That's right. what I'm here for. Right. Now, this new product that you got, now, when is that dropping? Um, we are looking at late January. Um, Aquarius <laughs> Yeah, I was thinking about making it my son's birthday. My son's Damn, birthday is February 16th, but um, late January. We're actually in the process of um, shooting the videos and getting all the um, visuals together now. So um, I pray that we'll have everything ready by late January. I had to postpone um, a video shoot just today. Actually, I was supposed to be shooting... And um, I have like a little sty on my eye that's annoying, a little infection, eye infection. So I had to um, postpone because we couldn't shoot like that. So right. um, that's why I'm saying hopefully late January because depending on, you know, the photo shoot and everything that got pushed back. Mm. We'll see though, but it's all ready and it's coming and I can't wait for you guys to hear yeah, it. Right. Now, are you <laughs> dropping something this month or no? No, what, what, I, what I was dropping this month, we could not shoot because of, of the, yeah, okay, you gotcha. see, my, gla- my glasses. I hope they're hiding them because we're we're filming. (laughs) Filming. (laughs) The doctor refused, like, and I don't even do surgery. Like, I'm really holistic when it comes to that. But they have something where they can just lance it. He's Mm. like, no, this is just a pimple. We're not going to do that. It's too invasive. Like, so he refused to pop it for me. So I'm just keeping my green tea bags on them and um, (laughs) talking to myself, speaking to them, and hoping that they begin to obey. My son used to get those all the time. Like, really? It's aggy. It's really aggy. It was painful for him, too. It doesn't even hurt me. It's just annoying. I'm just ready to, like, shoot. I was so upset. (laughs) I I was crying. I was like, can we just put on glasses? Can we put on... My designer, he was like, no. He was like, it has nothing to do with any of the looks. We're not putting on glasses or patches. It's piratish. I was trying to come up with anything, like, just to get it out. But Now, what's the new project called? Um, It's called Welcome to Futuria. Is that the planet you're from? Yes, it is. And it's the planet that all of you people will be visiting um, when you hear the music. Goddamn right. Now, who have you worked with on this this project? Um, I've worked with... Your mama. My mama. Yeah, your whole family. Now, how many tracks on this project? Um, there's 13. 13. Well, there's 12 and then one bonus, yeah. Okay, cool. Mm-hmm. All right, y'all got, y'all got any more questions? Any more, anything y'all want to say? Uh, um, do you do, like, do you do events? Like, would you mind singing for my 11-11 event? Um, I would love to. It's 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 basically about raising our vibrations all in a community or not community, but like a 
a space together. That would be beautiful. Um, so I do do events. So um, let's do that. I have um, since I've taken the hiatus, I have I wasn't really doing too much performing, but um, it'll be practice. We're back. Practice. We're back. All right. Now, last question I got. So Wednesday Adams, right? Yes. Did you just like to play on words, or was you a big fan of like Gomez and Lurch and all that shit as a kid? This strange thing, and I have on a top that's really similar to the story I'm about to tell you. Mm. My photographer and one of my best friends, um, DeAndre DaCosta, who's doing amazing things for amazing people, Madonna, a lot of amazing people right now. Mm. He was taking images of me years ago. It was like seven years ago he first started um, photography. And my hair was like down curly. He's like, you look like Wednesday Adams in this picture. Mm. And it's like... It clicked for me, and it was before I was even singing again. Like I, before I even found Esco, that's actually what prompted me to find Esco was that name. Right, right. So he's like, "You look like Wednesday Adams." He was just test shooting on me, and it just stuck with me. And um, but I did always love Wednesday from the movie because she was so real about how the natives straight were murdered and massacred and they were and it was like a Thanksgiving play like it was a joke right right so I saw myself I totally saw all of me in that one scene and I was like this is my name but I'm gonna but I'm gonna spell it A-T-O-M-S like the molecule because this is what we're made of yeah and um and my obsession with the stars my home and all of that I always did like your name in the the play on words and shit like that thank you no problem bless you All right. so anything else nobody all right, so King Life Media Group. X, what you got? Oh, that's it. King Life Media Group. <laughs> <laughs> you Nigga, threw me out. off. You threw me I, off. You definitely threw off. Um, right. Thank you for um, coming through. Um, appreciate your energy and your vibe. And um, uh, did Nick, you? Yeah, no, I'm done. Nigga, what you got? I just wanted to, I want to shout out um, Poets Realm every Wednesday night down in Bridgeport, BPT Creates. Um, you can find that by linking me and you'll get the address. But that's every Wednesday night from 8.30 to 11. Also on Thursdays um, at 2705 Fairfield Avenue at the Black Rock Library. I have Mind Body Reiki. Um, everyone's in, in, invited to come. Um, it's a part of um, my attempt to um, self-heal and show everyone that it's possible to self-heal um, through movement, meditation, and making up your mind and what you want to do with yourself. Um and my last thing is 11-11, just so that you guys know. 11-11-2016, I'm having um, a fundraiser event type of thing where um, you come through, we're going to have a meditation, there's going to be food, and people are going to promote themselves in a positive way so that they can manifest their highest desires. Oh, beautiful. Um, so that's it. One last question. Um, is there anybody that you would like to work with, be it local, famous, whoever? Um. Like, I would name? actually love to work with James Fauntleroy, and we've been in touch. I have to get out to L.A., but I would love to work with James Fauntleroy for sure. Um, Sia. I'd love okay. to work with Sia. Um, and I'm trying to think if there's anyone. Brandy. <laughs> oh, of course. Of course. <laughs> I, don't even, I don't even know if I'd be able to work. I'd be like, Brad, listen, I just need you to sing, please. Bang. I just need you to listen. Um did you see that video where she was on the train and she was singing and nobody knew it was Brandy? Yes. That shit well, was I don't know sad. what was wrong. I that don't shit know was what's sad. Wrong. Like she sounded like Brandy. Like she sounded very good, but I then like know. nobody this gave new, a flying this fuck. New they generation did. of I'm frequency you, mother- riddled motherfuckers. <laughs> right? <laughs> right? 
programs. <laughs> programs. The, the real zombie, <laughs> right? The real zombie. <laughs> That's really the real zombie apocalypse. It's programmed it's, people. Yeah, because it's, staring at it's all trans. It's all transmitted. It's all it's all frequency. It's true. Oh, it, 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 it's no trap music frequency. beat behind it. I like this? making no bass. I make it a point to like just look at people and people watch and see who is not staring at their phone like at any point in time like at the bus stop out wherever people are going like sitting in a room with people like everybody's like who's like, not oh my god right i mean yeah <laughs> it, it, is, it is what it is at this yeah, point like, let's look around let's see one another let's look in each other's eyes sometimes right so hump day I appreciate you for coming through. <laughs> Domino. <laughs> my new name for you, Hump Day. <laughs> I appreciate you for coming through fucking with us. Thank you for having me. So I guess that's it. So as the saying goes, I know I've been forgetting to say it because like two people reminded me. So one thing's for certain, we too much for these niggas and three much for these hoes. <laughs> I go by the name of Domino. That's X1. Yeah, yeah. That's Nikki Nicole in this bitch. Miss Exquisite if you're nasty. And we out of here. Bang. Peace. <laughs> Word. Wordy word. Uh oh. Guess what day it is. Guess what day it is. Huh? Anybody? Julie. Hey, guess what day it is. Oh, come on. I know you can hear me. Mike, 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 Mike. What day is it, Mike? <laughs> Leslie, guess what today is? It's hump day. Woo woo! Ronnie, how happy are folks who save hundreds of dollars switching to Geico? I'd say happier than a camel on Wednesday. Hump day! Domino, motherfuckers, what's that?